Yes, this is the round circle with your host, the fifth general, Zach Kears, and Cinema Escapes. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, what's good? Hey, what's good? All right, we're going to talk about a couple of things. This is the 10th anniversary, uh, death anniversary, that is, of Michael Jackson. And uh, we're also going to uh, talk about somewhat of a lack of acknowledgement, I think. Uh, it should be more of a, a, a bigger deal, but I have a theory on why it's not. Uh, exactly. Also, we're going to talk about, um, uh, we're going to get into some small small amount of time for sports talk. You know, we had the NBA Awards Monday. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the BT Awards, and I'm going to give my opinion. And I know for the every year we kind of run into this topic because it's annual. And our audience is our audience, so I know they want to hear what we got to say about the BET Awards. So I'm uh last time we talked last time around the BET Awards, uh, sadly we had the death of Prodigy. Yeah, yeah. So that that was kind of like Jesus, you know. We had we, we had Prodigy's death and the BET Awards in the same time. This time we got Nipsey's death, not too far away from the BET Awards. This time. So this is I don't I don't I don't it's a pattern that I don't like, but it seems to be a pattern every year. Yes. Uh, there's always somebody important who passes away around this time. You know? Yeah. So yeah. so we're gonna get into that. Buckshot joint. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna get yeah. into that. Bushwick Bill. I mean, Bushwick yes. Bill, yeah, not Buckshot. Bushwick Jesus Christ. No, no, no. But uh all right. All right, so let's let's go get into it. Let's get into it. All right, let's talk about Michael Jackson first. So, myself, thank you, Zacchaeus. I had to be reminded because I didn't know. I got other things going on, but mm-hmm. I didn't even know. But then I, my response to the fellows was, hmm, I wonder why I'm not seeing it globalized like I should. And my theory was because of the smear campaign against Michael a few months back with this um, documentary that they had to dead the documentary because there was some some forgery, some fabrication on what happened on that Finding Neverland uh, documentary. So I think that's one of the biggest, the biggest reason why we haven't seen such a big deal about this being the 10th anniversary about his death. Mm. So... Zach Hitz, you go first. You get into uh, uh, Michael Jackson and his uh, death anniversary. Well, I, I, I'm, I, was, we're all, all three of us is Michael Jackson fans, fan, you know. It was music, yeah. yeah. It was music. His mm-hmm. legacy is you, it's humanitarian. Mm-hmm. So I, I always applaud radio stations or anything that's promoting Michael. And uh, p- promoting him is, is what he stood for and what he done in music and, and barriers he broke in music. Right. So um, the death anniversary is just a celebration of his life, his music. And what Janet Jackson said, I'll never forget. Janet Jackson said, you know, she was like, uh, recently she was like, well, his legacy continues. Yes, his legacy continues despite the tabloids and despite the, the, lot, the people that lied on him about the situation in Neverland. So, yeah, it's, it's just a um, can't believe it's 10 years already, you know. Can't believe 10 years gone, 2009. I remember that day, that day. Um, when my, I didn't know about it. I was sitting in my house, and then next thing I know, my brother called me and said, uh, Michael got cardiac arrest. And I was like, cardiac arrest? I was like, what? And I didn't take it serious. And then later on that evening, it's a, the, um, the king of pop passed. So I'm like, um, it, it was a shocker at that time, 2009. So can't believe time has flown by. It became a decade already. Over a decade. It's just, wow. 2019, March the 10th death. And I'm um, um, big up to... Um, Radio stations like BLS in New York City that that played his music all day and remember remember Michael and his, his um his work and his music you know so um it's just it's just a lot to say about Michael man his music his songs and everything you know so yeah man 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, Cinema. Straight up, Michael's part of my um, musical trinity with Stevie and Prince. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Those, um, you know, my dad always tells me I was, you know, conceived of Stevie Wonder. That's his his thing. (laughs) Ribbon in the sky. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was even, yeah. <laughs> gosh there's a lot of them. but you're talking about we're talking about artists who are multi-decade you know most mm-hmm. artists work within a decade and then you know then they go to that legacy mode but we're talking about people who are active and chart hitting and influencing you know michael is one of the best to do it mm-hmm. i mean you know from the Jackson Five to the Jacksons when they were on CBS. Right. Oh yeah. Some, some you know the Jacksons as a group, mm-hmm. you know, ridiculous. And then, you know, Michael hooking up with Quincy Jones mm-hmm. for for classics. Then oh, Michael, yeah. then Michael stepping out on his own and just you know redefining pop mm-hmm. on his own, where he you know. Yeah, man. It's it's like a lot of people had to go back for his later albums to realize how genius they were. And I and I was always a day one buyer of Michael. Even the post mortis albums are ridiculous. You know. Oh yeah. Their quality. We're talking about someone who's impacted generations musically. Even Mm. those who don't do his genre. Mm Hmm. Oh yes. And so you know. You know, we talked about it on the show about slandering his name and yeah, yeah. We, we dealt we dealt with that. We sure and, did. And the yeah. whole thing is, you're gonna hit you're hitting this guy nine years after mm-hmm. going on the tenth year, mm-hmm. like this comes out of nowhere. I mean, it's been a decade. Yeah, seriously. And you know, you gotta give you gotta put some respect on Michael's name. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to put some respect on that his name. I mean, literally, you know, it's like it's somebody you can't just make one playlist of. Like you could have different times of things and you know, different eras. With him and his brothers is a whole different era. Great music. Yep. Then oh, yeah. his solo career is ridiculous. It spans a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his global appeal pill, even though America didn't love him in the end. The rest of the world still did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. And that's why that concert was going to be in the O2 and not in the U.S. So yeah. when he died. Yeah, the O2 arena. Talking about the O2 arena in England. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah this is uh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the This Is It concert, which I I was watching that Blu-ray today. I'll probably watch it again after, you know, after we get off because, mm. you know, just see getting a peek into his creative genius and how he was putting together a show. You know, he was one of the greatest entertainers to ever do it. A musical talent and a unique musical talent. You know, and mm-hmm. he grew up in the spotlight, so he didn't get to be a kid. So mm-hmm. that you know, amongst other things. But yeah, despite, you know, all the things that went against him, you know, I mean <sighs> I mean, he, he spoke of the black cause more, and that was less popularity, you know, when he started doing history and songs yeah. like What About Us? Mm-hmm. What and, About Us, yeah. And then that song about the court case, DS, Dan yeah. Starnes is a cold man, and then having Biggie mm-hmm. coming on that verse. That, you know... For me, you know, for me as a black person, because they used to try to say he didn't identify with black people, but his later work did. That's why it didn't have the total appeal, because some people didn't want to hear the screaming all that. Because you know, stop messing with me. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and, and it was all—it was yeah. about the tabloids, and it was about what he was experiencing, and he put mm-hmm. it in his music, and it's great music, but also great music with with a message. And so, you know, yeah. people don't like when you, they don't like when you stand up for yourself, but that's just tough. You know, you, if you're going to come against somebody and then the dude gets exonerated, you know, mm-hmm. 
and then you're going to try to smear them after. But that's what the history project was about mostly. You have yeah, that uh, yeah. strange, stranger in Moscow. Mm-hmm. I mean, the genius beatbox that, you know, and then that guitar yeah. comes in. <laughs> I mean, his music is, it's not just music. You feel it because it's real. Earth song. Yeah. And, and Earth I'm, song. Just pull, I'm just pulling one project because, you know, we could go all day. But I just, you know, remind you the weight and the goodness that we got from him. And it should always be appreciated. Yeah, man. I remember that bad song. I remember, I remember, I remember the song from the bad album. Um, Don't just leave me alone. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, those songs, it, 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 it's even from back then in the 80s. Right. In 80, I think that's, it came released in 87. That album I have a while, years ago. And the others, it took only, I've only bought like two, two, about two, three albums of Michael. You know, the uh, masquerade, that one and the, um, but I remember that song that stuck out to me. Just leave me alone. I seen the, uh, that video played on Video Music Box. When I first seen that, it played. And I, and I seen it, I was like, wow. Won't just um, dragging just me stop. around. Stop, right. stop me around, you know. And I'm like, yeah. man, you know, he was screaming from back then. You know, yeah, like, his listen. Whole, his whole career, Dirty Diana, a lot of, Diana, a lot of yeah. things about industry billy jean was a real person that's what janet said so Mm -hmm. to be able to take that you know a lot of artists put their pain into their music that's what makes it real a lot of people are trying to make a hit that's what makes them fake i said it nobody else is responsible for that statement but me that's a a fact though that's right facts it's it's real talk Mm -hmm. so you know you can mm-hmm. tell when somebody digs from their depths to bring something or when somebody's yeah. just trying to, oh, that that's hot and that's poppy because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can listen to that catalog today and you can relate to it because yes. it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. <clears throat> look, so I feel like this. Um, there's a reason why Mike did these type of songs. You know, there were times where Mike did songs like Doesn't Matter If You're Black or White. You know, he did a lot of crossover stuff. Yeah. But he still died a black man. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that, the treatment. So no matter, Mike has to, if he was here today, I'm sure he would acknowledge and admit that, you know what, I did try to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But in the end we we know what time it is we know what time it mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. but there was a lot of knowledge and jewels dropped in mike's music you know mm-hmm. they like michael the performer but they don't like michael the messenger see what i'm saying right. and that's right. like and right. that's like that with most people most artists uh mm-hmm. of our culture you know so I want to acknowledge that. Uh, rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. uh, God bless his family. His family's still around. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody, any other last words you guys want to say about this uh, topic before we move on? Oh man, um, um, every time this 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 time comes around on his death, is either um, we celebrate his. Is we we celebrate his music and his legacy because Mike was a great humanitarian. He did a lot for those around the, the world. Um, he's reached out to those in need. And if you read his cut, and if you read his um his um about his legacy and about his what he done, not only his music but he's touched those. I remember um. We are the world concert. No, we are the we are the world. The world. We are the world. Song. Yeah. We were um, cinema. We were young when that when that song came out. Um, yeah, we were. Like, yeah. 1980, 1984 or five. You were like ten or ten years old or so. Ten, eleven years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, and I remember for the first time now when I was young, listening, to, hearing, looking at that video. And and just admiring the artists that came together during that time to sing that song. We are the world. We are the children. 
we are the ones to make a brighter day. So let's start living. Yeah. And then he continued with his with that dream and vision, and 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 said, "Listen, I'm gonna reach out to those in need around the world. I'm gonna provide water." I remember when he did the tour, he did the um, humanitarian thing in Haiti. I remember when he did that, and people still remember that till this day. So we, so we can all agree to this with that. We gotta forget about what these people are trying to get in with, and you know, I, I even when they came up with Wacko Jacko, I said that they're whack. The media was whack because they always tried to bring him down. They always did, you know, and. Um, that's my last words for Mike, man. No way. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, that. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, his legacy lives on uh, musically. Um, yeah. Also in other ways as well. Uh, so um, let's we're going to get into our next topic. We just wanted to acknowledge that uh, for today. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quickly, you know, we're going to get into uh, the BET Awards. So, Pascal Siakam uh, of the Toronto Raptors, he won most improved player. Um, he deserved that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he deserved that uh, just based off his. Um, yeah, I can agree with. Yeah, that. I could. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah. Well, so so it was it was down to three. It was uh, between him, De'Aaron Fox, and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, don't get me wrong, D'Angelo Russell. Probably would have got this award if Toronto didn't win the championship. I think the championship has some influence on Toronto's winning the championship has some influence on this award. But even with even if win or win or lose, Pascal definitely deserved this award. He definitely deserved it. Uh, but I can understand if there's a debate between whether him or D'Angelo should have won it. But uh, Pascal's uh, Pascal's importance uh, to Toronto this season uh, is definitely worthy of him getting that award. So I definitely want to uh, acknowledge that. I think that was deserving. Uh, mm. R- Rookie of the Year award, Luka Doncic. He deserved that. He had a really good year. Mm. Uh, no doubt, a very good rookie year. He was. Uh, it was between him, Trey Young, and DeAndre Ayton. Um. Luca was more consistent, so mm-hmm. and actually ended up getting a leadership role with Dallas. Yeah. So he I, that team. he, ca- he Not- did, he mm. and he he deserves that award. I won't even argue that one. Uh, six man of the year, Lou Williams. You I know what that. he? I gotta say, he was up for it uh, before the trade and after the trade. <laughs> so. Mm. Uh, he definitely uh, uh, deserved that award. I, I'm not even going to even ha- – I don't have a problem with him winning that. I don't mm. have a problem with him winning that. He's very important to the uh, to uh, to to both Philly and the Clippers. Okay? Mm. So uh, definitely when he got to the Clippers squad, he, he he was the best player on that team to me once he got mm. traded to the Clippers because you, you got rid of um, – you got rid of um, uh, uh, Tobias Harris – who was with the Clippers in the beginning of that season? So mm-hmm. you put Lou on the Clippers now. I mean, he he basically outshined everybody on that team. Uh, wow. So he, so he wow. won he you know he won that over his teammate Montreal Harrell, and Montreal had a good year. Uh, mm. the, Demontis uh, Sabonis, good, good but but Lou That's Lou definitely year. deserved six man of the year, and this is probably like his. He's had a couple of six mans. Uh, Williams. Mm. Not yeah. sure. This might be his mm. second or third. Uh Coach of the Year, Mike Budenholzer of the uh Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. Um I don't know. I pop, you know what? So Doc was considered strongly for Coach of the Year very early in the season. <laughs> because he was able to get the I mean the Clippers were like the number one yeah. team at one point uh, in he the beginning no of the season. Superstars. No superstars. No superstars. He had one all. Then yeah. they traded and got Lou. Right. Right. It, That's what I'm saying. Earlier and then, and then Lou made a Lou made a big difference. He made he made a huge difference on that Clippers squad. But imagine, you know, imagine if 
maybe the trade didn't happen. I think the Clippers would have still been good, but they had to make this trade because the Clippers were trying to clear cap space. Right. So it's not like they had an issue with who they had. It was just more of them trying to clear cap space. And yeah, it, was uh, a business. It, was a it, it, it was a business deal. And, um, you know, Budenholzer. Uh, but let me acknowledge what, uh, at least what Budenholzer did for, for the Bucks. Bucks had a good season. Right. Good season. But Toronto was just too strong, man. That was a strong team. And Toronto really got challenged in that Philly uh, series. I mean, they almost didn't get that. So that really pushed Toronto over. And I think Toronto was a better, became a better playing team after that series because they realized how uh, devastating that it could have been for them to lose that as good as Toronto was in that series. And then they, uh, they, they, they did work in that Milwaukee series, man. They just, they knew, they reminded people how defensively good they are. Um, you know, before they got to the finals. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I like Doc. Yeah. How many defensive players of the years in that squad? Shoot. Well, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> well, you know, exactly. So, and, and let's Not, and speaking speaking of that, let's get to let's get to the defensive player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rudy Rudy Gobert. You know what? Giannis almost got that one, but you know what? Uh, Giannis ended up getting the MVP, and I'll get to that in a second. But yeah. uh, Paul George did really good on on the defensive end. Uh, but Rudy Gobert. I mean, this is probably Rudy Gobert won. I think he won a Defensive Player of the Year award before. I don't think this is his first. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. But I think, or, or maybe he might have been a, t- a front runner. But I think he has one. I think he had one last year or the year before last. Mm. Not sure. Uh, he got that. Now let's go to MVP. This was a tough one. I, I will admit this was a tough one. It was between so Giannis Antetokounmpo, who we know as Greek Freak, yeah. got the MVP. This was between him, James Harden, and Paul George. Okay, James Harden could have easily won this one, hmm. easily. But Giannis plays both ends of the court. Both ends of the court. Giannis uh, is all over the place. I know he he's he's a he, he's he's hard to stop, and then he's a stopper himself. He deserved this MVP award because I feel like this: if he didn't win it this year, he probably wasn't going to get it next year. Or maybe I could have been wrong about that. But James Harden got the MVP last year, right? Mm. So, uh. This could have been a two in a row for James Harden. But uh I definitely I I definitely I need to get to you cinema about this one. What's your opinion on the MVP award? Um I know I I didn't think Paul George was gonna get it. I felt that that was out. Uh but before I, I, I speak yeah, on that. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Let's just say two of the people I think were also up and should have been in that weren't even in it for the running. Who's that? Kawhi yep. and Kevin Durant. Yep. Let's move mm. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's a whole nother conversation. We don't even have to touch that. Yeah. Let's deal wow. with the three that yeah. are there. Yeah. Um, George yeah. had a, a excellent, excellent season. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. But if your team ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. If, if since KD left, that your team ain't hasn't won a playoff road game. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of it for you. Yeah. You know, enjoy enjoy the nomination. Now, the real thing is James Harden and the Greek Freak. Mm-hmm. Huh. James Harden was dropping fifty. Oh 50. yeah, yeah. Oh my, I mm. mean, mm. balling out in the season because yeah. this is a season award. Yeah. We're not even kidding. That's why you have finals MVP. Exactly. So don't look, don't don't even try that. I think um, that I think that award is pointless though, but that's a different discussion. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, it's because that person didn't get season MVP. That's really mm-hmm. a cover your butt award. Yeah, but that's a, but it's a dedication Another conversation. Right, right. Yeah, and it's a dedication to um, what's his name from the uh, legendary La- was it Larry O'Brien? No, it's um, the, oh Bill Russell. Yeah, the MVP award is the a finals MVP. To Bill Russell. Yeah, the finals, finals MVP, MVP award. Yeah, because they didn't have it when he played. Right. Um. So um, he could have won it all. All yeah. every year, the whole decade. Yeah. <laughs> Would have had eleven of them. Basically, so basically, it's named after him. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's there as a tribute and a cover your butt award. Right. But season MVP, I mean. They were both playing their butts off. That, Thank you. To me, that could have went either way between those two. Yeah, that's a tough Cause, one. Because Giannis br- was bringing the scoring, but bringing the defense. Right. And James was just torching defenses. Yeah. James Hart. James Harden's a bad man, whether you like him or not. Yeah. You got to give him his props. He's somewhat. He's like unguardable. Right. Yeah. And and he you know he dry he shoots more. Then he drives, mm-hmm. and so the accuracy of his shot is ludicrous. You know, yeah. it's ludicrous. That yeah. step back got mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's it's, it's ridiculous, and his handles are ridiculous, mm-hmm. ankle breaking. And Giannis is just taking off from the free throw line. Like what? Right. Stop me! Right. You know, <laughs> Toronto yeah. had to stack it up against him with defensive players of the year from past and present future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. You know how many people in that lineup, and you know Green plays defense too. Mm-hmm. And people trying to, you know, and Van Bleek definitely, you know, you know they play defense on the strength. I was yeah. the only stop them, and I think this year everyone's overreacting because it was a lack of experience. Remember, Milwaukee's a young team, yep, and um, Toronto's a bunch of veterans. Veterans already know how to win. Young players are learning how to win, and so. You can't discredit him because of what happened in that series. That was a veteran. That was veteran adjustments. And so, when you have veteran adjustments, that's going to happen. So, to answer your question, I'm cool with Giannis or Harden. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought Harden was going to get it. I thought so I too. But I wasn't going to be. I'm not mad. Giannis got it. Right now, if Paul George got it. It would have been a different conversation. Yeah, that would that would have been a uh, yeah. <laughs> straight <laughs> facts. Yeah. No disrespect to Paul George. One of my one of my favorites in the league, too. But, he you is? Know, Paul George is? Yeah, he's uh, a good player. Yeah, of, a of, good of, of, of this time, yeah. Yeah, of this time. Yeah. It, it's like what Bird said, you know. You you know, all that comparison and stuff. He shut that up and everyone got, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I don't even want to go into that speech because a lot of stuff's been going online about that speech today. Now, yeah. now go to your opinion about the timing of the awards because you said that you feel that the awards should be a lot sooner, that they shouldn't uh, wait until the season's I, over if these are season awards. I liked how they used to do it. Mm-hmm. End of the season and then the big ones beginning of the playoffs. Right, right. Yeah. Now, now, okay. If you're gonna do that, do a break before the playoffs. If you want to do a, a ceremony, do it before the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody could go. You know. You know. Right. Well, you know, I, I feel like uh, okay. So back in the days, uh, they presented you an award, but it wasn't necessarily an event like it is today. They made it into an event um, because I feel it's, it's another way for them to make money. Let's just call it for what it is. Mm. The NBA, the the NBA is about its business and Mm -hmm. the NBA gets more money by turning this into an awards event. And this is why we have awards now that didn't even exist back in Jordan's era. You know, oh, yeah. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, exactly. you didn't have a, a lifetime achievement awards. You do now. And speaking of that, you got Magic Johnson and Larry Bird uh, co-winning a lifetime. Well, football, not co-winning like they got to share it, but they each got their own lifetime achievement award. Yeah. I don't like having two people win that. Bump that. It should just be one. <laughs> make, make it about wow. that person. 
You know, right? One at a time. Should have been Bird one year, Magic one year. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Wow. Just, all you got to do is pick a year. Yeah. I know they're friends and all that. Right. That was very awkward. Right. And yeah. Then, especially with Bird joking with Magic, how you do? Yo, it say that joke, man. Go ahead. I'm not even. <laughs> <about> that, <laughs> I got too much respect for Magic. For <laughs> that joke was mm-hmm. messed up, man. So, Woo! so Magic. Magic Woo! So, Magic always got the human humanity- yeah the but award the right. Is, but yeah, the whole crazy. thing is him and Bird joke like that because that that's their relationship. Yeah. Larry Bird is crass. Yeah, <laughs> and you know he's not of this generation, so political he was never politically correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when they first did the NBA awards the way they did it was trash. But the whole mm-hmm. thing is. It's like you're trying to do that because it works for the NFL. Yeah. But it works for the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. of how the NFL is. 16 weeks. Yeah. We don't get enough football. Exactly. We get, we get football what? on the weekends. We don't get 82 games. I mean, by the time we're done, I'm, you know, I'm already watching Big Three. I'm like, I'm not even thinking about the NBA no more. Yeah. Well, these awards started in the, like the early 90s, right? No, they just no. started a few years back. No, we're talking, okay, we're talking about the not NBA so, awards. We're talking about the not, ceremony. Not, right, we're talking about the ceremony itself, not so much the, because they were just presentations. There was, you did a, you did a press conference and a presentation that was the award. And then you had to mm-hmm. do it for each person who, who won the important award. So, you had a press conference for the rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, MVP of the year, coach of the year, six man of the mm. year. And, and, and you know, that's what they used to do. Now it's like, okay, we're going to have an actual ceremony from an actual ceremony oh. that people could watch. And they don't, and the players don't know they, they're going to win until that day. As whereas before, you knew you was going to win the award, and then you just had to wait for them to give it to you. So they 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 they're doing this movie award style, that started like exactly. two three years ago, you know what I'm saying? So that's what's so different about it now. And I said I think the reason why they turned it into it was a financial situation it, because you get sponsorships, you get all of this stuff. It does help out. Yeah. You get a chance yeah. to put on a show. You couldn't do that before, but you do that mm-hmm. now. So, but I agree. I think they should do these awards before the playoffs start. You do a short little break because me personally, I believe, and it shouldn't be like this. The 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 playoffs influence these winners. That's not exactly. right. That's not right because I hear so many people say on whether it's um sports shows, they'll say, "Yo, Harden choked in the playoffs, so he ain't the MVP." Nah, he the MVP of the season. And these right. are season awards. These are not playoff awards. Now, if they were playoff awards, it'd be a different conversation. And maybe they'll start that soon. Right. Then do one for the playoffs after. That'd be dope. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the whole thing is, yeah, take a break, do a season thing, you know, then, you know, because there's a break before the playoffs anyway. Exactly. But that award show before there and where we want to see it, all right, now we geared up, and it'll help gear up the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's like just like it's just like the NFL's All Star Game. Put it the week before the Super Bowl, because the week after ain't nobody watching it. Word, that's why they had to change uh, that. Because right. <laughs> before that, it wasn't like that, but they definitely had to yeah, change that, that when the viewership that, that's dropped. An <laughs> yeah, of why we wanted that way. Yep. because mm-hmm. you don't have to kill the award format. Mm-hmm. It's more of the timing. We we you know y'all can do your award things. That's cool, right? But it's like doing it after, you know, all this. The excitement for NBA is gone except for free agency and like yeah, I mean it, yeah because go ahead, thinking about who won. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Zach is going. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, because uh, because I mean the thing is that most people that I I encounter and no don't don't talk about those awards at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Don't because um, <laughs> once the momentum of the NBA playoffs is done, yeah, the, talk, the conversation about the NBA is finished. Don't they don't go back to it? Mm-hmm. You know they talk about the hooray, yay! Toronto Raptors <laughs> win the award, yeah, yeah. What when the when the playoffs, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and then the bring on award ceremony is like, oh, oh, okay. So I'm I'm wondering how much ratings do they get, or if they get any kind of ratings? Oh. Because I mean. There's a couple things here. There's a couple things here. 
uh, the awards are after the draft. Exactly. So, so other than just the finals, it's after the draft. And then after the draft is free agency, which they need to change that. I think free agency should be before the draft because now teams know who to draft for their need because they've already done signed who they signed. And now when they draft, all they have to do is be concerned about adding pieces after they done signed who they signed. Lord of mercy. So that's just my opinion. I believe free agency mm. should be before the draft. I think the draft should be after free agency because organizations get a better chance. GMs get a, 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 get a better chance to say, good, we done signed this guy. Now yeah, we, we could draft that. this guy. You know what I'm saying? As whereas you draft this guy and then, oh, okay. Now who we're gonna sign? We got fit around who we drafted. You right. know, then the draft would be more entertaining and unpredictable. Oh yes, it would. Yes, it would. All um, right. Uh, also, also, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So one last point. Yeah. <laughs> also, I believe MVP of the finals should be the last award of the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. If that's gonna be the end all. Right. Then yeah, that's yeah. the last game. Yeah. You present the trophy. You present that. Yeah, that's the last mm-hmm. award. Yeah, any time before that, mm-hmm. we could do the awards. Even if you did it before the finals. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even if people can't be there, have them come in because they're in the finals, coming via satellite. Yeah, that's even better. You know, do it before the season ends and before it distracts from free agency. And that, because this is kind of a distraction from free agency. It kind of kills the momentum because now no one's not even talking about that because you got these awards and it's like awkward. Exactly. And so the next thing is going to be when free agency actually starts, then summer league. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. All exactly. Right. All right. Real quickly, because uh, we got to end this off with this topic. BET Awards aired uh, Sunday. Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and start it off by saying the awards is trash. But before I say why, Zacchaeus, I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. I think we already know the truth to this, but does the BET <laughs> Awards represent black culture properly? It doesn't. <laughs> Thank you. It doesn't. And I'm going to tell you why it doesn't. Please because... do. Take your time. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is this. <laughs> they bring they bring the artists on and it's like it used to be a time when a moment in time when it was something to watch. Oh heck yeah. It was like it was it was, it was, it was, it was like was a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. And you see these artists, these authentic artists bring these their their performance. I mean they brought the when they brought the performance, they brought the performance. Oh heck yeah. Lyricism, lyricism. Mm-hmm. Dancing, mm-hmm. creativity, and also, and also creativity, creativity, creativity was was unique. Yes, and that's when that's when and that's when hip hop was golden era, golden yeah. era, and it brought and it brought something to like where people you can the next when you watch the BET Awards next day people talked about it, mm-hmm. and they and they and now I'm not talking about just grown folks, young people in the classrooms talked about it. We talked about it in high school. Yes, we did. The BET you know, Awards talk, used yeah. the BET Awards at one point. Okay? The golden era of the BET Awards cuz BET Awards has their own golden era. Yeah. They they were the best awards of the year. Yeah. Period. Period. That's mm-hmm. better that's uh, you know, music awards. That better than the Grammys. Yes. Way that better. good. Way better they were yes. that good. Back then, yeah, much better than the Grammys. Yeah, it hasn't been that way in a very long time because there's no quality to it. Thank you. There's no quality to it no more. Because well, what was once we sold mm-hmm. what we sold, with the, we sold the music. Our Bob Johnson. Music. Yeah. So once we did that, yeah. What is what is there to look forward to? Nothing. Because. Gentrification. <laughs> well, well, that's well, that's basically what's going on, and you know, since since Viacom slash MTV <laughs> has been owning the BT program, uh, yeah, every every BT BT was sold too. 
Every yeah. part of the deal. Well, well, and that's the whole point of this conversation is, is that it was sold. It, it misrepresents black culture because black culture doesn't own BET anymore. So this is why exactly. we get these awards that we get. B, the BET awards used to be a Super Bowl per se, okay? Because it was now we get to show our best. Yes. No, not now. I mean, it was ratchet as heck. Ratchet. Man, we, we just. We just throw any MC up there, any any artist up there. You, say, you you might as well. They might as well change the BET Awards to the Love and Hip Hop Awards. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, it was terrible, Yo. man. <laughs> for real. I mean, I mean, for real. You know, it was it was that bad. You know, and it's like you know, I I I don't understand why we constantly have to go through this. Every year, I didn't even watch it. I'll, I'll be real, but let me break it down. I okay. So let me just say this: Mary J. Blige got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay, I'm glad she got the award. So I will mm-hmm. be glad for that acknowledgement. But the musical performances that uh, 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 that day weren't anything that I felt was of a good representation of who we are. Mm. On that program, on, on, on that program, I, mm. I just, I, you know, I, you can know, I say one go, thing? Cinema, please, go ahead, please, go ahead. Charlie Gill comes in and kills it with the nice cover, and you cut him off at the end of the show. <laughs> I need, I need somebody to explain what. But I need somebody to explain. <laughs> I need somebody. Well, no, I need you back. I need somebody to explain <laughs> to me why that performance even happened. Now let's let me put it in context. I, I like Johnny Gill, but was that like a last minute? Let's throw this in there because everything else that was before this was sorry. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, he said it. Cinema, <laughs> speak on that. Then you gotta cut it off. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he Why said did B E T have to die? No, no, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Why nah, but, did I make my savior cry? But why? But but why did that happen? Was 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 that just a last minute kind of? Because there already was a tribute okay. to Frankie Beverly and Mays years ago. So what, what was this about? What? <laughs> <laughs> but he was jamming it. No, he was. He was. And it's like yeah. totally why? <laughs> right. That was that was like that. And then. It's like, you know, I'm watching this with my family and we're grooving. And then the mm-hmm. credits come and then the after party comes on. You know what happens when the after party comes Jesus. on for me. Click. Channel turn. <laughs> I, I, no. Because, you uh, you know, no. Mm-hmm. The, the, B, and, and, the BET and, awards are not handled with care anymore. It's, no, of course it, not. It, it, so it's, it's like. Handled like yeah. It's handled like the MTV awards. Except with a bunch of black artists. Yeah, you know, that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> once upon that's a time ago, once upon a the time sin- ago, the MTV awards used to be good too. Oh yeah, yeah. but but, yeah. What ha- but what happens when you sell the network from the original people who yeah. care about music? When that, when was the last time BT, MTV, or any of their main channels show even MTV Live, the concert channel? Which was another live channel, and MTV got it. And then, how many concerts do they even really show anymore? Now it's video mm. shows. And I'm like, yeah. whatever you make this channel, you don't do with it. Yeah, see, BET's a bunch of repeats and a bunch of drama-filled shows. Then you're gonna have BET Plus with Tyler Perry stuff. Now, where's the music? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I used to come home and watch BET music for hours. Nobody's promoting music, good music, or anything because there's yeah. no outlets for music. You know, and, and, with, and with that, it just shows you corporate America doesn't care about the arts at all. Mm. And as long as you support this garbage the way it is, it's going to be that way. You don't see, yeah, have you seen Beyonce come back? No. That's the last good performance, well, that year. When she opened with freedom and set the tone, it be, yo BT BT and that, like a get and, on, and, and that was and that was the last year Obama was in office. Coincidence? Love and hip hop. The love and hip hop awards. I mean, because the, exactly. Well, because it's not the same. Because 
there was a time where your big name acts such as Beyonce, you just named, wanted to perform at that award show. Man, it's it, we're not at the point where big name artists skip the, the skip the show. They skip yeah, it completely. They don't even go. <laughs> it wasn't like this before. Yeah, and the gospel or the whole gospel tribute was the Sunday best judges and hosts. Yeah. Straight up. No, yeah. where, where, even the gospel tributes used to be hot, remember? Facts. I remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. No, facts. Remember they used that, to be every that, year. They, 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 anybody they, out there while, friend and them killing stuff? They were like the be- they used. They used to be better than everything that the awards show had. When that came out, right. it was usually it was either okay uh, two, three things used to be the best things about the award show. I'll, I'll name the performances: the opening act, yeah, the the lifetime achievement performance, ridiculous, the gospel performance, and the finale. Yep. yep. Now it's mm-hmm. just you open with trash, <laughs> you end with trash. And you throw trash in the middle. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that's what's been happening. What? You, what? You're having the awards in Oscar the Grouch's house? Because it's a trash can. <laughs> hey, how, how about how about the, the Nipsey Hustle tribute? I don't have anything. Well, actually, I do have something to pick at. Not much, but yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna wet diarrhea crap all over it. But yeah. I will say one thing. <laughs> I think, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay, you you did the tribute. Fine. So you had. So they basically perform stuff from his last album, Victory Lap. Um. Yeah. So you had artists who worked with him, uh, in there. So that makes sense, you know. Yeah. But. I just felt like it was inappropriate for cats to be throwing up gang signs and this brother just died. I mean, right. I get it. He was a rolling 60. I'm not saying nothing, anything negative about him with that. Cause I don't want no smoke, but I just felt like, I just felt like that's not how yeah. you acknowledge somebody on an award show. Hey, I mean, that's, that's, that's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably or a memorial. Yeah, huh. yeah. Zach, Zach, <laughs> Zach is Mary J. Blige performance, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah Method Man came out. Yeah, he did. All he I did, Need remix. Uh, Lil yeah. Kim came out with uh, mm-hmm. I Can Love You Better. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I love Mary J. Yeah. Blige, but Mary J. Blige. Uh, I think age, yeah, I, like, I, I, like I think her yeah. age is showing in her voice. That's all I'm gonna say. But I'm glad she got acknowledged because she's the queen, she's the queen of all. Queen. Sorry, I dropped. No, no, she, oh no, no, she's the queen of hip hop soul. She's the queen of hip hop soul. So I'm glad she got acknowledged. But I think age yeah. attrition is showing up in her throat when it comes Can you to singing. See so. I see? <laughs> I, 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 I listen. I like our songs. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we I want some of the albums. No, well, no, no. We no. We definitely, yeah. we, no. we definitely love her songs, her old stuff, not the oh, new yeah. stuff, but the, yeah. old, the old stuff. But I'm saying her voice is showing age. Mm. So, but to be fair, she looked like she was out of breath. You know, there was a lot mm. of there was a lot of movement going on, and movement can weigh out. So, so by the time she did her last song, she didn't have no wind. But I'm glad she, she got acknowledged. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Zach. Yeah. She got to leave the dancer. No, that's what I, in my opinion, I, I felt that. She could leave, she could do like one, two steps, but she could have left it out. She don't, do da- well, she don't do much dancing in her regular show. She does like the break, the go right. marries. Her, her signature dance with that, you know. Yeah, but she's not <laughs> singing when she's doing it. That's right. Like, she hasn't done singing and dancing like that <laughs> since she was on that label singing those songs. Mary J. Blige got her You own. know, and my sister was waiting for that sidekick. Yo, Mary, my, J., Mary J. Blige and Diddy basically kind of dance the same. You ever noticed that? Of course, since day one. <laughs> that, <laughs> but that's, you know, but that's, 
But it was fly with us. <laughs> no, know? of course, of course, of course. You know, but that's that's what it that's what it is. Yeah. You know. And she does Mary's, she Mary's does going up yeah. to the golden age. So, right. You know, but you know, and it's not disrespect, but it's like right. she she's doing a lot more than she would do if you go see her in the show now. I mean, well, she kills her shows. I'm kind of being Still. cynical and funny, but I yeah. I I think that she definitely deserves a lifetime achievement award. She really definitely. does. She really does. She deserves a tribute. And and it's, does, and, yeah. and to me, it was kind of overdue. It. Wow. You, you know what? There's several people that we that we can say is overdue. Um, I haven't seen an OJ's tribute yet. That's oh no! Yeah, way yeah. overdue. That. Oh my gosh! You, oh my OJ's gosh! been singing since the nineteen. 19- That's like OJ's Yo. whispers and stuff should have been done before I was. Oh, the OJ, yes. Yeah, they should have been that tribute before. Yeah, before we were born. <laughs> they yeah, been a tribute. I mean, well, you know, well, yeah. you know, the, you know, the BET yeah. Awards. Maybe, maybe they did it with BET Honors. I could be wrong, but as far as I'm concerned, they could have done it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen an OJ's tribute, and that should be on the BET Awards. And I think you should do a combination of other people singing and the OJ's themselves singing, because Eddie Levert can still sing. Mm-hmm. So I think they should work that out very soon, you know, very soon. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully that's next year. I would love to see that. Love to see. Oh that. yeah, yes, yes. Number one, I would love to see instead of these this. I would rather see a tribute show and just start honoring people. Thank you. Well, well, the, well, there is one. That's the BET Honors show, which is they, yeah. when's the last time they did one I think last I don't know the year two before last year I could be wrong yeah. but the BT Honor show was supposed to be that show it was supposed um, to be annual but it's in my A well see here's the thing about the BT Honor show they still do honors on the BT awards because they did a BT honors with new edition and then they still honored new edition at the BT awards yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying so you know, mm-hmm. but uh, working upstairs, right? So we're so we're gonna <laughs> so we're gonna have, we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap this up. Um, yeah, uh, Zach, yeah. Zach, 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 Zacchaeus at Zacchaeus B73 Instagram. Yeah. That's what's up. All mm-hmm. right, Cinema, where can he get you, man? Um, On Twitter at Cinemascapes, on Instagram at Cinemascapes, and at Cinemascapes Music, Facebook at Cinemascapes Music. Yes, right. Yes, yes. You can get at me at the Fifth General, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, this was another episode of The Round Circle. With your host, the Fifth General, Zach Kears and Cinema Escapes. All right, we're going to see y'all next time, all right? Peace. Peace.